This is Bruce Boudreaux, head coach of the Vancouver Canucks, and it's time for Clay's Canucks commentary live. Let's go with Clay right now. Hey, Canucks fans, and welcome to Clay's Canucks commentary live, presented to you by Van City Experts Real Estate. I am Canuck Clay, Clay Emo, and this indeed is my Canucks take all in one take. It is Monday, October the 17th. If you've come here to hear me rant, you're going to be disappointed. If you come here to hear me say, don't worry, guys, everything's going to be just fine, you will also be disappointed. I've thought about this. I'm going to take a very rational, thoughtful approach to today. But give me a couple minutes to do my quick intro. So moderators, thank you in advance. Members, thanks to all of you and to all of you watching, no matter where you're watching from, whether you're in my beautiful neighborhood of Steveston and Richmond, in the city, lower mainland, province, country, continent, or around the world, thank you for being here. I do not take you for granted. I know you could be watching, doing anything else, so the fact that you're here with me a few hours after the Canucks blew another multi-goal lead, I'll get to that in a second. I still appreciate you being here, and I would appreciate you, I appreciate you if you subscribe. Make sure you subscribe so you can leave comments in the chat make sure you like the video not you don't like you're not professing that you like the fact that the Canucks are 0-3 but you like the fact that we can still come here as a community to talk about the game I also invite you to leave donations if you'd like to you can gift memberships if you'd like to but most importantly I like I want you commenting talking to each other and as usual I will talk for the first 14-15 minutes or so then I will turn it over to you for the for the second half of the show if you're listening on a podcast platform make sure you rate and review the podcast as well and uh, finally yeah I'm, I'm really happy that you're here and i appreciate you being here i certainly do not take you for granted okay where do i begin now i was at work tonight so i did not watch the game i did not watch the game i, well, I watched the first period so I saw all the craziness of the first period because I was preparing for a meeting. And then I, the Canucks were losing. I saw 1-1, PD scoring at the end of the first period. And then I went down, no, then I saw the 2-1 goal to start the second. And then I went downstairs to set up for my, for my meeting. And then the Canucks rattled off three straight goals, as you know, in the second period. And now we're up 4-2 going into the third. So I even, I was down setting up for a meeting. I even made a funny, well, not a funny tweet, but I made a tweet saying, uh, yeah, I went down to to set up for my meeting. The Canucks are now up. I think, no, it was after they taken the 3-2 lead. The Canucks have now scored two goals in 11 seconds. Needless to say, I will not be leaving the meeting room. I will take one for the team. Or I think hashtag take one for the team. Got some love on Twitter, whatever. And then, 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 I don't believe in jinx. You guys know I don't believe in superstition. But then I stupidly, <laughs> I tweeted because it's true. I said, and this was after the, th the second period where the Canucks were up 4-2. I said, oh, by the way, in today's vlog, I predicted that the Canucks were going to win 4-2 and that Petey would have the first goal, which was true. The Canucks were leading 4-2 and Petey scored the first goal. Well, we know what happened after that. Uh, Washington scores four goals in the third period. 
And again, I don't believe in superstition. I don't believe in jinxes. So I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I wish I didn't tweet that because I don't believe that has any bearing. Sure, it makes for some fun content. It makes for some fun back and forth on Twitter. I'm going to talk about the game itself from what I saw and the replays I've watched, the highlights I've watched, the interviews I've listened to, the vlogs I, the blogs I've read already. I'll give you my perspective. And then, as always, I will turn it over to you. Now, the Canucks actually got a power play goal. They looked half decent. And it was a nice shot by Miller. And I think they got to, instead of trying to get it across to Petey all the time, or winding up Hughes for really a pretty weak shot he's got. Let Miller shoot away. When he when he's skating downhill, i.e. towards the net and ripping a shot, he's got a good shot. So I like the fact that they scored in the power play, but I don't like the fact that they only got one power play. Having said that, I don't think we can complain too well. We can complain about the refs a little bit when I think it was Kuznetsov basically high stick burls in the face. So we will see. <coughs> excuse me, we will see if there's any supplemental different uh, not difference discipline from the NHL. But, but Washington does go two for three on their power plays. They score one. So, okay. Now we'll talk about special teams first. So the Canucks power play was fine, but they only got one chance. The Canucks penalty kill was brutal once again. Only one successful kill. One of them, it was because Besser takes a penalty inexplicably in the first minute of the game and their Canucks are already down one nothing. And you, you simply can't do that. Even if you don't like the call, you can't do that. The other power play goal, uh, you know, it was it was tough because the Canucks were up 4-2, but this was the goal that was only a minute into the third period and really got the Washington Capitals going. Sure, it was a nice goal, uh, and the Washington Capitals, they moved the puck well. In fact, a lot of their goals were taking kind of slap shots or snapshots or wrist shots. Basically, their defense and putting at the net and then nice deflections. I think Strom's goal was like that. I'm sure, I think Shiri's goal was like that. I think... I think Ovechkin's goal was like that. Actually, I'm trying to think what Dylan Strom's goal was like now. Um, I'm just kind of watching it right here as we're talking. But yeah, the point is, well, here it is right here. Just watching it, just watching it. Oh, no, Strom's goal was a scramble in front of the net. But I knew that the Shuri, the fifth goal, and the Ovechkin goal, the sixth goal, were, um, were, were similar plays where sending a puck towards the front of the net. So let's say... Call a spade a spade. The Canucks penalty kill is not very good right now. I read a stat. Curtis Lazar is 0 for 6. 0 for 6 on power play draws, penalty kill draws. And that's why sometimes their opponents score so quickly on the power play is because the Canucks don't win the faceoff. And if you do win it, you ring it around the boards. That's 15, 20 seconds gone already. But if you don't win it, that's another 15 to 20 seconds you have to kill. And so it's no surprise that the Canucks are getting scored on quite often. So look, Lazar has lost all his power, his penalty kill draws. Miller has been out there on the ice as well. So simply not the best, not the best combination. And Bruce Boudreau even hinted as such that maybe he's got to he's got to change some of of that uh, the makeup of his forwards for sure. Not only are, is the Canucks penalty killing bad, but check this out: they let in goals. 56 seconds into the first period, eight seconds into the second period, and a minute 16 into the third period. So they let in a goal in the first 80 seconds in all three periods. You simply cannot do that. You, you can't because it. no matter how focused you are, how ready you are for the period, 
you are showing your and i get the lars eller goal was a bit of a fluke because it came off the the end boards where the zamboni door is but still uh you can't let in goals in basically in the first minute and 20 seconds of all three periods one period is bad we always say a goal in the first minute thereabouts or a goal in the last minute of the period those are backbreakers so basically Canucks got their back broken three times tonight now they they got one of those backbreakers back when PD did that that really nice goal that passed from Hughes and it was funny we, we've seen it before we've seen PD do that to Besser off that corner that very same corner we've seen Sedin to Sedin off that very same corner now Kemper misplayed it Pedersen actually almost missed the net. He hit, he shot it so hard. I think he was, he, the puck was probably rolling or bouncing. So it was great that PD made, because it bounced over Kemper's stick. So it was at least rolling, if not bouncing. So PD had to get to it and then put it off the post, which was kind of scary. But at least it gave the Canucks some momentum. And even though Washington got the early goal in the second period, then the Canucks dominated the second period. They were all over the Capitals. And listen to the people that were getting points in the second period. Horvat, Pearson, Besser, Lazar, Kuzmenko, Pedersen, Miller. So seven different forwards got points in the second period alone. And then and Quinn Hughes also got a, a point as well. By the way, I want to acknowledge as, as I'm going here, Carol's donation. Thank you, Carol. says, I hope you take this 5 or $10. Help yourself to a real tall glass of cold ice pop for myself. I'm going to have a Pepsi and pray that we don't lose another one. Take care. Booyah. Carol, that is such an awesome message. You got the donation. You mentioned the, the Pepsi that I love and you mentioned you got Booyah in there. That is awesome. Thank you, Carol, for, Carol, for the donation. I really appreciate you as always. Then the Canucks come out of the second period 4-2. And you guys, it's pretty easy. And I'm not going to blame anyone who does say this, but it's pretty easy. It's, it's a pretty easy crush to say, oh, I, I was scared that they had the lead going in the third period. Like It sounds kind of trite or sounds like that's an easy go-to. But realistically, it's true. I, I was thinking about, oh, man, people are just saying that to try and be funny or trying to get a laugh. But it's true. I think people were genuinely scared. I wasn't. But I wasn't watching the game, mind you. But uh, I uh, I think people were genuinely scared and they have every right to be. They have every right to be because the Canucks are the first team in history, in history, to blow three consecutive multi-goal leads to start off a season. They're up 3 nothing against Edmonton. They're up 2-0 against Philly, and they were up 4-2 against the Washington Capitals. So let me get to one more thing, and then I will turn it over to you. Part of me, if, if I'm trying to be balanced, if I'm trying to be balanced here and not freak out, part of me says, look at our defense. Look at our defense tonight. We had only two of what you'd probably call bona fide top six in. You had Quinn Hughes, or maybe, okay, let's say Luke Shin as well. Let's say three. Let's say we have three of our top six in there. And you can argue they're playing Luke Shin too high, but whatever. So we had Quinn Hughes, Oliver ekman Larson, and Luke Shen in. But you say our three next best defensemen were out. And that is Tyler Myers, Travis Dermott, and Tucker Pullman. Then you had Kyle Burroughs. He tries hard, but he's no—he's a third pairing or a seventh or eighth defenseman. You have Riley Stillman, 
who's same thing as Kyle Burrell's, a third pairing or seventh or eight, six, seven or eight. He tries hard. You have Noah Gilson, who I think we saw tonight. He's sure he's got size, but there's a reason why he's an AHL defenseman. And then you have Jack Rathbone. Jack Rathbone sitting on the bench. He played in five of the seven preseason games, but has not played in any of the three regular season games. At this point, why not? And I do think we will see him play tomorrow, especially if Pullman isn't ready. In fact, Bruce Boudreaux even said today that he wanted Juleson tonight because he he's a bigger body. And maybe he looked at an easier switch, right-hander for right-hander. But I think you got to get Jack Rathbone in tomorrow. You got to get, because whatever they're doing right now isn't working. Get Rathbone in, sit Juleson, and if Pullman isn't ready, go like this. Go, I would I would try it. I would go OEL with Hughes. I would go Rathbone with Shen, because they played together in the preseason. And then I would go Stillman with Burles. That's what I would do. Try it. OEL with Hughes, Rathbone with Shen, and Stillman with Burles. And I'm actually not saying that is the the Canucks defense has been their downfall. I'd say it's special teams. I'd say it's definitely special teams. And I'd say it's the defense as a whole, as a whole, a five-man unit. You can't just blame the D pairings. And in fact, uh, Shannon Hughes were plus two tonight. Ekman, Larson, Burles were minus two, and Gilson and Stillman were minus one. But change something up. Do something different and get Rathbone in there. He's been loyal. He's been working his butt off. He looked okay in the preseason. Get him in there. He's 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 better than no, no Juleson. Let's let's be honest here. Finally, I don't like some of the effort that I'm seeing from some of our forwards, and I I point to that fifth goal by Connor Sheary. Remember the game's four four. It the Canucks actually dominated play for a bit after John Carlson's four four goal, and then the Capitals come the other way. And if you guys know the play I'm talking about, they they gain the line. Besser basically waves at the puck. He he had a chance to make a tough play, a strong play, but Besser didn't do anything. Pearson didn't do anything. I think Ekman Larson and Hughes kind of played that soft. Horvat was out of the play. And then bang bang, who's nets off to Ovechkin to Shiri. And the puck's in the back of the net. And then just like we gave up a goal with five minutes remaining in Edmonton, the game-winning goal. We gave up a game-winning goal, six minutes remaining in Philly. This one was seven and a half minutes remaining. So I just hate to see these trends. So to wrap it all up, before I turn it over to you, I'm not freaking out. The Canucks have a chance to win tomorrow. Okay, here's the thing. We're 0-3. Columbus is 0-3, and Minnesota is 0-3. I think Minnesota will have one more game. So they, Minnesota could be 0-4. So we could be facing two winless teams. If there's any chance to salvage this road trip, come back 2-3, and three, then you're, you're at four points. It's not as good as the five that I wanted, not as good as six, of course, and up, which is way better. But at least you come back 2-3, and three, and if you can beat Buffalo... Then you're at three and three, and you're all square again. Now, the 500 is not good enough to get in the playoffs. That's only 82 points, but at least you're back to 500, and then you you put in a good performance in front of your home fans. Oh man, if the Canucks lose the next two, the mood. Not only do we we still got to sell our four seasons uh, season opener tickets. How's that for a selling point? By the way, do you want to buy four tickets? <laughs> we still got to sell those tickets. But and then I'm going to the Carolina game on the Monday night. But overall, I just don't know what the mood's going to be like. 
if the Canucks come back 0-5. I don't think they're going to be throwing jerseys on, on the ice or anything like that. But um, it's going to be fascinating. I, it's, it's great that the Canucks play tomorrow. And maybe Mikheyev gets in and he helps the penalty kill and he helps just the, the overall offensive potential of our team. And then maybe you get Rathbone in. So if we see Mikheyev and Rathbone in and Spencer Martin in for Demko, Demko has not been the problem, but he hasn't been the solution either. But I'm not at all blaming Demko. Maybe we see those three lineup changes tomorrow. Mikheyev in for Hoglander or Joshua. Rathbone in for Juleson. And then Martin in for, for Demko. Last thing I'll say. I My first hosting gig solo or not solo uh, i'll bring a guest in but my basically i'm the primary host this thursday so tomorrow is my bowling night so i can't so this thursday i'm hosting after the canucks play in minnesota that's the first time i'm doing the steve Dang- the, ne- the next time i'm doing the steve dangle podcast wouldn't that be crazy if um if that's the first win of the season for the canucks but let's not get ahead of ourselves let's be um let's worry about tomorrow's game first and I'm not telling you that you have to that you have to be all everything's gonna be rosy. I have no right to tell you that. I'm not telling you either that you should be freaking out because the sky is falling. I have no right to tell you that. You are fans, you have equal amount of opinion as I do. No one should be telling someone else how they should feel. I've tried to give a very balanced outlook to you for the past 18 minutes. And now I would love to hear how you're feeling. So I, I, there's 120 of you in here, which is amazing. Thank you. I have no, um, I'm not, uh, I have a feeling I'm not going to get to all of your comments just because this is, this is a lot of people in here, but I appreciate all the comments flying back and forth. I haven't read any of them actually. So when I said, I can't tell you what to feel, I can't tell you to be happy. I can't tell you to be sad. That's just me talking. I have not looked at the comment section except for Carol's donation. So um, I'll be fascinating. I always watch it before I go to bed or the next day, uh, read the comments, not watch myself necessarily. So I will happily do that when I'm done tonight. But we're at the middle of the show, a little over mid midway point. So let's get going. Let's thank our sponsors. And I, I just want to, as you've been expressing, tell me how you're feeling. No, you know, you know let, let's focus it this way. What did the Canucks have to change to get on the winning track? And it could be simple as special teams, put in Rathbone, don't blow a lead. Be mentally stronger. Whatever you want, put in the comments and I'll highlight some of them. Mid show sponsor read. Thank you to my lead sponsor, Van City Experts Real Estate. Contact Jason Lim and his team for all of your real estate needs. Thank you to my secondary sponsor, Perform Transform Personal Training and Weight Loss. You can sign up now for a free seven day trial. Use the link that's scrolling. I don't know why I was studying when I say that. Use the link that's scrolling across the bottom of the screen, performantransform.ca/slash cannot clay and Coach Patrick will take care of you. Also, thank you to Gassy Jack Art, my maker of that fine artwork. Thank you to Monkey Nine Brewing, my eternal sponsor. And thank you to Vessi Footwear. Use the code Clay at checkout Vessi.ca and receive $15 off every pair of shoes that you buy. Okay. Okay. I don't know when I said... Uh, I don't know where I said what, but let's just start right here. Kai, I like Bruce. One thing I never understood is why his leash with Hoglander is so short. He's not great defensively, but compared to the rest of the group, his 
effort is decent. Yeah, I remember that nice play made in the second period, that deke. Yeah, um, sometimes, though, when, when things are struggling, you tend to uh, protect, insulate the veterans and, and blame the young players. So maybe that's a bit of it there. Canucks, uh, Prez, nice to see you. Misery loves company. Canucks fans know all too well. That's why there's 130 of us in here. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to think there'd be even more if the Canucks had won. But yes, 130 people in here. We're all sad together. And by the way, I got over the 9,400 subscriber mark today. So thank you to all of you who did it. I'm two weeks behind my my target, but still it got over 9,400. So thank you. And I'm going to do a giveaway for the 9,400, but I'm not going to do it until the Canucks win. So something for us to look forward to. Press says, I would say they were scheduled to lose two of the first three. Yeah, but uh, supposed to lose the, this game. Underdogs versus the Caps, not as bad as people think. I, yeah, even me, I had pegged loss in Edmonton, but win in Philly, loss in Washington, win in Columbus, then extra time against Minnesota, for sure. Tony says, Besser should sit for a game or two. I don't know if you're sitting $6.5 million, but I hear what you're saying. Sounds like there, Susan's been having some Instagram uh, issues. I'm sorry to hear that. Eli, love the stream, Clay. I wish I could say the same about the game. Well, thank you about the, the comments for the stream. Thoughts on the Hoglander line last game? I feel like they're... On a lot, didn't make much of an impact. Yeah, I heard a stat that uh, from an advanced stat standpoint, they got smoked tonight. The Pedersen, Lazar, Kuzmenko line was good. The fourth line was bad. Justin says they got to play better defense as a team, not just rely on the decor. Forwards need better puck support and avoid risky plays in crucial moments. Excellent, excellent, excellent points. Susan, put their heart into the game. Stop being so careless with the long passes. That's fair. You know, one thing who choked hard tonight, the Denver Broncos. Did they win or lose, Lucas? Um, I didn't pay attention because I was so far out in my fantasy matchup that, uh, well, they lost 19-16. to Yikes. Scott, the Canucks need a power forward like Matt Sundin or Mark Messier. Yeah, you know, we haven't had a Bertuzzi-like player in a while, have we? Prez, how did Joshua make the NHL? He's like Louis Bad. Disgraceful effort through three games. I think people got excited about his size, but he hasn't brought much else. I think Besser's got to go throw an OEL in the trade too. <laughs> don't, yeah, I don't know who's going to take on $60 million, $50 million of salary. Jason is here. Hello, Jason. Yes, I think there's about 140 people in here mourning together. Fango, do you think McKeev will help against Columbus? If Yes, absolutely yes. His speed and his penalty kill. Those two things, uh, penalty kill ability, will help a lot. But next fan, if Vancouver goes 0-5, do we see any changes? That is a great point. I think they're going to see how they do at home against Buffalo and Carolina. But God forbid we're 0-7 after that. I think you have to make a change. I don't know what those changes are. Cole, Clay, you got to admit, Besser and Miller's defensive play is absolutely horrible. Yes, it is not good. DSS, who's going to play tomorrow? I just mentioned that. Maybe you asked that before. I said, I think Mikheyev draws in for Hoglander. I think Rathbone draws in for Juleson. And I think Martin draws in for Demko. Zao, can someone explain how it's possible that our PK is worse than last year? Yes, they haven't won a single draw yet. Tony, please package Besser with a first so we can just get rid of him and OEL. <laughs> Cole says, starting to realize how brutal OEL is. Clay, when the Canucks lose, what do you do to cheer yourself up? As a Leafs fan, I need some tips. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, hey, nice name, by the way. Truly, um, <laughs> this is going to sound so cheesy and not, I'm not doing this for the likes, the subs, or the donations, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. 
I actually look forward to these streams. I really do. And I know sometimes it's going to be ugly in the chat section or the comment section. But honestly, um, this season, and it's only been three games, I look forward to doing these streams and just talking it out and giving you guys an avenue to 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 express yourself as well. But honestly, I, I don't I'm not walking around all grumpy when the Canucks lose. Maybe if it's playoffs or something or if but right now, maybe because I'm I'm quite busy with other aspects of my life too. Of course I want the Canucks to win, but it also doesn't actually um, wreck my mood, quite frankly. Uh, start a sell the team chant. I don't know about that. <laughs> Hello, Harry. Canucks need to fix the deep pairings and put Rathbone in. Yes, yes, yes. Protecting every lead. Yes, I agree. Lucas Clay, would you think social media also plays a part when the team is down and out? Remember, people are behind the scenes are taking it very hard. Please, please respect the hardworking folk. Um, not sure who you're referring to, Lucas, when you you're talking about people behind the scenes are taking it very hard. Um, uh, maybe you're talking about the those that work for the Canucks. It comes with the territory. Um, it really does. So do I think social media plays a part when the team is down? No, I I don't think social media causes the team to play poorly. I think social media, though, certainly amplifies the angst of fans. And fans have a right to express that, hopefully in a productive way. But I hear what you're saying, that it's not always productive that way. Justin, I want to highlight this. Congrats on 9400. Much deserved for someone as humble and generous as you. Well, thank you, Justin. Thank you for your continued persistence in providing us fans with timely content. But importantly, more importantly, your friendship. Well, thank you, Justin. You know how much I, I appreciate your your friendship as well. And yeah, I one thing I do pride myself is being here win or lose. Win, lose, or draw. And that's not a shot at anyone else. But um, I think the consistency is very, very important. For sure. Thank you, Justin, for that donation. JGP, Hughes needs to get his head in the game. Forge needs to back check. Okay, that's two good things. Dark times for Canucks fans. I feel too familiar, but your live stream remain a highlight. Why, thank you, D Deeper. Thank you for continuing continue to do this. My absolute pleasure. Thank you. Japan RD as ASS. I usually don't say that kind of language, <laughs> but I'll show the comment. <laughs> Which will come first, 10K or a Canucks win? Uh, Scott, that's a good question, Scott. As much as I love 10K, I sure hope it's a Canucks win. Riley, I don't know if I'd be the best GM, but uh, yeah, but thank you for the compliment. Prez, best next to get traded. He might hit 15 goals if he's lucky. Due for another injury as well, 6.5. Time to see the press box, Besser. Yeah, not a lot of people happy with Besser so far. Sky, Hughes is doing good so far. I think he's been okay. Would you throw in Lockhart and Klimovich as sweeteners? to offload that contract yeah yeah i know you have to give up something to get something i don't know if i want to do both quite frankly yeah lucas says lost big i'm not sure what we're talking about there Hmm. don't play hero puck i don't even know what that means Susan, Demmer needs to stop bailing out the whole team when the whole team is not coming together and helping out Demmer. What do you mean he needs to stop bailing? What do you, what do you think, Susan, he's going to let in goals on purpose? I hear what you're saying is they got to not put Demko in those the in those situations. Oh, are you talking about... Uh, not, yeah, Lucas, I'm not sure who you're talking about lost, who lost big, but thank you. Press, there's nobody else to blame except the team dog. <laughs> 
Oh, you guys are still talking about NFL, which is fine. Johnny, I want to see Canucks. Oh, I almost said it. T hard for Bedard and trade Miller before his no trade kicks in. That's right. He doesn't kick in until next year. Demker doesn't need to be building out the whole team. Gotcha. I do believe Martin will start tomorrow. That's not a. That's not saying that it's because Demko's been bad. It's to change things up and Martin needs to start. Bedard, here we come. I'll skip the NFL comments, but you're, you guys are welcome to talk about Stronger on the power play and penalty kill and don't give up so many goals in the first three minutes. I agree with that. Hey, Adam. Great to see you. One of you thinks starting on the road was partially to blame for the losses. No, I, I don't think that at all, quite frankly. You you got you to gotta play half the games on the road, half the games at home. Uh, I, I don't think that. Harry, what did the Canucks need to do to fix the lines? And if one of the players like T Myers, D. Giuseppe, Dermot, Pullman, and McKay returns, what would the lines be? Um, I think oh, you're not putting Di Giuseppe in for these guys. You're simply putting Mikheyev with Pedersen and Kuzmenko and dropping Lazar back down to the fourth line and sitting one of Joshua or Hoglander. I believe Spencer Martin will play tomorrow. Both you guys asked that. Press says, Bernard wouldn't even help us. <laughs> Sky has no expectations. Well, if you have no expectations, then you cannot be disappointed. Who do you think is the biggest bright spot so far in the first three games? I'd say Pedersen and Kuzmenko. Maybe Petey. I'm a Leafs fan, but like the Canucks since they have Mikheyev and Dermot. Yes, Clay, we're, we're hopeful for them. We really we really are. Do you see the Canucks tank? Oh, I almost said it. This season like the Habs? No, I don't. Bring back the lotto line? You could, because you could put Lazar and Oman as your third and fourth line centers. Rest in peace to Andrea Lansbury and Robbie Coltrane. Thank you. If we had a season start like last year, I'm all aboard the Bedard train because clearly we don't have a superstar on this team and Bedard will check that box. I think PD can be a superstar. Scott, Clay's show is turning into a counseling session for fans. Well, apparently there's 150 of you that need counseling. No, I'm happy. No, that's not to make light of people who actually go to counseling. So I, I'll take that back, but I'm happy to be here for all of you. I'll go for about five or 10 more minutes. Cole saying social media does not have that big of an impact, but it certainly can influence people for sure. If this was a playoff series, we would already be down 0-3. But I guess you can argue we haven't played the same team. Yeah, but we played like one really bad team in there for sure. Riley says the Canucks should sign the Undertaker. <laughs> Not sure why. Is Bester the most overrated player on the Canucks in recent memory? Overrated. That's, that's... Yeah, I, I still want to give him the benefit of the doubt coming back from hand surgery, but he's got to get moving for sure. Gary, I haven't heard your thoughts on the Miller signing. Do you think the Canucks made a mistake by not trading for a right-hand D prospect or an HL radio? I believe we will regret that contract soon. Uh, when I when they signed it, when they announced it, I was neutral. I could see why they did it. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I was more surprised that it came out when it did, quite frankly. Um, I, I don't want to base my decision based on three poor games for Miller. But yeah, there is a chance that it does not age well. Bruce, nice to see you. You're a good man. Canucks will bump the slump. It's doom and gloom now, but there is no way this team can be this bad collectively for long. Bruce, nice to see you. Yes, a positive. Lazar got his first goal. A nice deflection, even if he didn't mean to. What do you think Bruce Boudreau said to the team in the locker room during the admissions? He said, well, it was 4-2. So at that time, he was like, let's... I've, 
I would hope he said, don't take your foot off the gas pedal. Let's shut this down. And obviously that didn't work. Claire, you're proud of me. I'm not even a Canucks fan. It's 2.30 in Toronto and I'm here watching a Canucks fan. Yeah, Clay, uh, not just because of your name. I am very proud of you because there's people like you, C-Edits, who's out in Ontario, many people who stay up past uh, very late. And I know that was a risk I took by starting my streams at 11 p.m., but there's my reasons for that, and I appreciate you being on here. I do not think Bruce gets fired yet. Jason says, if we win the next two games, this road trip still a bust. Okay, so Jason uh, is taking a, a different tact. I think they can still salvage it by going two and three, but J Jason would still call that a bust. Why did Rutherford hire a huge management staff when he's done nothing to change the core and has chosen to keep basically the same core? Good question, Michael. I think he's found it way more difficult than he expected to make changes because of the salary situation. Leafs lost to Arizona and the water 0-3. Yes, both of those are true. Bruce there at eight. Jason, so negative tonight. Fans need to remember the Canucks are playing with two top 4D and four top 6D. Yeah, I wouldn't even say that. I think they're playing with three top 6D. Kerfoot, I think Vancouver should trade for Kerfoot. I do like him. I do like him. I don't know what his contract situation is, though. Gary, injuries ruined Bessery. A potential to be a superstar in the league. I blame Cal Cutterbluck. Is that the one to the back? Oh, that was the one near the bench, right? Green has ruined this team, unfortunately. Every time someone signs a big contract... Uh, PD Hughes last year, Horvat negotiating this year. The team plays horrible. Too worried about their own money. I wouldn't. I'm not I'm not sure if I agree with that. Do we really need to be so hard on the Cucks? They're still 79. So Van City 604. That is certainly one. That is certainly one way of looking at it for sure. It's been so long that Markstrom and Demmer have been building the whole team when the team doesn't cooperate. A game every game is what I meant. They're oh sorry and play their A game. Yes, we've and even Luongo too. Schneider, we've too often relied on our goaltenders. SMW thinks this team is cursed. If Joshua plays ahead of Hogland in Toronto, I think it's time for Bruce. There he goes. We have brilliant hockey minds at the helm and owner spends the cap. All very good points. Yeah, that's true. Carol, love you, Clay. You're great. I guess I don't have much in my life except for the... Can I no, Carol, you have, you have a lot in your life. You have your faith. You have your health to a certain extent. And you have all of us. Justin, Clay, if we come back 0-5, are you worried they feel the pressure of the home opener and being winless and lose to Buffalo too? Then we have Cup Canary. Yes. I don't even want to think that they're going to go 0-8. So I am a little worried, Justin. I have to be honest. But um, it all starts with a win tomorrow. Uh, no, the old PD is playing in Sweden. I'm sorry. The new PD is playing in Sweden. Regular PD is playing quite well for us, actually. Congrats on the 9.4. Thank you, LA. Appreciate it. Also, last year after the Pens game, changes were made. Do you think it could happen again? I, gosh, yeah, that would be crazy if if somehow they were the catalyst to another change. Which injured players will come back to the Vancouver roster, go back to Abbotsford? And which current Canucks player that is not good on the roster will go back to Abbotsford? Okay, uh, when Dermot and Pullman come back, Dermot, Myers, or Pullman, Juleson goes down, likely one of Stillman, Burroughs, or Rathbone go down. When Mikheyev comes back, um, I think, I don't think they have to send a forward down, actually. But we'll see. What right-handed D can we get for Horvat? So tough to uh, speculate, Crispy Assassin. I don't know who's actually on the market. I blame the Canucks media department. They did the research and found another record for the Canucks to get their name in their book for. Most games lost at the beginning of the season with multiple. Yes, talked about that off the top. Robbie Coltrane is the late actor most famous for playing the 
the gentle giant in the Harry Potter films. That is correct. You think Garland is being underused with Bruce? He's one of our best five moment players last season. I think he can prove a lot. Yeah, I think um, I would move. I would give Garland and Pod Colson more minutes and take away minutes from Pearson and Besser, no matter who their center is. Jay, I think defense is our problem. I think injuries aren't helping, and our special teams completely suck. Yes, I've seen that HBO special. Uh, Bruce and JT Miller could have an f bomb competition. Yeah, Shannon, good point. Don't know if he's completely healed his hand. Can we see Horvat, Pearson, Hoglander on the same line to switch things up? Perhaps, but I, I don't think Hoglander is going to play that high, especially with Mikheyev coming back. Friend who's a Habs fan, and Habs fans are always critical of the team. I think Canadian hockey clubs always get heat. I think that's a very fair point, Lucas, is in a hockey-mad market, there is uh, a lot of excitement when we're good and a lot of consternation when we're bad. Consternation. Jason says if they go 0-5, someone will get traded. Kerfit is 3.5. Mm, okay, that's a little bit much, but is he is he worth it? Mm, interesting. Three, three games in a row in the middle of the season isn't as bad as three games at the start of the season. Huggy and Shen, Oyel and Rathbone, and Dermot, and I'm not even sure what that is. But uh, no, you won't play Oyel and Rathbone together because those are two lefties. Oh, J Japan's asking Lucas a question, which is fine. This isn't Bruce's fault at some point. you got to look at the players and make a change. I think I'd, most people would agree with that, L.A., Yeah, Sharms, I feel bad for Parker that he saw two losses and spent a lot of time and money to get out there. Of course, I'm sure he was hoping to see two wins. I really hope he had a really good experience, though. But yes, it kind of stinks for him, for sure. Would you be okay with spending more picks to rid some betting contracts and then when we start to build cap space, criticize Rutherford harder? Uh, I wouldn't be open to spending more picks because that's one shortfall is that we don't have enough picks. So... I know that it's like a catch-22. You have to spend picks to get rid of bad contracts, but then you're left with no picks. What did Rutherford do to address the country club? He built them a new country club dressing room. I haven't seen it yet, but I heard it's going to be nice. Horvat will get traded. The Canucks go 0-5, only if they get an amazing deal back. Rutherford is known for making trades during the regular season. If this road trip gets worse, I wouldn't be shocked to see a player get traded. So a lot of people are talking about trades now. Uh, I don't think anything of Gagne scoring a first goal as a Jet, to be honest with you, Harry. Trade both JT and Bo. No, that leaves you too thin. you got to keep at least one of them. Do you think the Canucks would be competitive in the WHL? Yes. Clay, what is your hockey gear brand? Um, I have a mis mis mismatch. Mismatch or mix? I have a mishmash of stuff for sure. Don't have a one, I don't have a one go-to brand. I wish Horvat would show some emotion. Yeah, and, he, and his his post games are starting to sound a little bit similar. Morgan Riley, I think, is a good player. Clay, Ilya and Myers, the difference uh, they, certainly. I think they can. Myers stabilizes D, eats up a lot of minutes. Mikheyev adds speed and penalty killing pro, uh, prowess. Players only meeting. Do you think it sparks a change? It better. It better. But and I'm, I'm glad they're doing it now. Although I don't like that they're doing it already. And you guys, I'm at the 40-minute mark, and I'm not even close to getting finished. Uh, so uh, thank you. I'm sorry I didn't get to all of your messages, but I tried my best. But I do have to cut it off here because I want to go for 40 minutes. 
and then I have to get some studying done tonight. So thank you. Thank you for being here. We peaked at 150 people today, which is crazy. That means uh, there was a, there's a lot of interest in this loss, a lot of interest in being together and trying to get through this together. So thank you to everyone who was here. Um, I hope, no, I, I don't even have to say I hope that you appreciate my perspective. My perspective, whether you appreciate it or not, is, is I'm not panicking. I'm not wishing ill will. I don't want it to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. I want the Canucks to win, but they have to be better. They, they simply have to be better. And maybe it starts tomorrow if Mikheyev and Rathbone are in the lineup. Maybe that provides a bit of a spark against another team who is 0-3 as well. Moderators, thank you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for doing... I, I'm not sure you had to do too much tonight, which is good. That's, that's a good thing. Members, legendary Lucas Gates... Legendary Justin Credible, legendary Andrew Chang, Hall of Fame and franchise members. Thanks to all of you as well. I want to thank my sponsors, Van City Experts Real Estate, my primary sponsor, and my secondary sponsor, Perform and Transform Personal Training and Weight Loss. To everyone who subscribed during this during this time, thank you. To anyone who donated, I think it was Carol and Justin tonight. Thank you. I'm always scared when I start naming them because I think I'm going to forget someone. And most importantly, to all of you for being here, for hanging out, for engaging in some great... It looks like the chat was awesome because I couldn't keep up with it. And um, yeah, thanks for uh, making you making me one of your spots to get your Canucks talk. So I will be back here tomorrow night at 11 o'clock after my bowling night. I got a bowl better. Just like the Canucks got to play better, I got a bowl better. You know, I think it's going to be a double win. I think the Canucks are going to win, and I think I'm going to bowl really well tomorrow. And then I'll be here at 11 o'clock. And then don't forget, Parker and I are doing Canucks After Dark on Wednesday night because he is flying He is flying in tomorrow night. Okay, friends, thanks a lot for being here. If you're listening on the podcast, thank you. Rate and review. And if you're here on your way out, subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. Like this video. We, have a, we had 100 people in here for the entire time. We only have 42 likes, so let's get that up. And for sure, consider donating, consider becoming a member. And most importantly, thank you for spending some time with me here as always. So I look forward to seeing you tomorrow night at 11 p.m. And hopefully we're talking about a Canucks win. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, take care of yourselves, and take care of each other. So my question to you is, do you know why nurses always carry around Red crayons. Well, it's in case they need to draw blood. God bless and go, Knox, go. Booyah.